Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, it's Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 29. Back home from the one and only, back in Tuttle this week uh, for, well, I shouldn't say for the week, for I think two Another, days. Another 12 hours. Uh, yeah, got to come home and and uh, sleep in my bed two nights in a row, so that's kind of cool, but... Back at it. Back at it tomorrow. Headed back to Knoxville to meet up with the boys and head to uh, North Dakota, going to Grand forks hadn't been there in a while and and uh my not so looking forward to going to those races haven't been to those tracks in quite a few years so looking forward to getting somewhere new and seeing what we got but uh, knoxville was kind of a i don't know Meh. yeah better than nothing but yeah better than nothing but still wasn't the nationals right still had a good time though yeah i think so you know yeah, you got to race three times so that's good Three nights back to back. I felt like good. we learned some stuff and, and got better and and uh, you know got to thank Dave for coming. He right. uh, flew out and kind of helped us out a little bit and kind of got my brain kind of tuned into a little bit better uh, what I was had going on there and well, so that was it good. Was nice that you could have three nights in a row so you could learn and then apply and and keep going. Whereas you know, well, usually one night. You're learning. The next night you apply, but then you don't have that third night to kind of see it all come together. Even though you only got to race like one race on well, the ho- Saturday. The horrible part of that is, is you know, when you qualify bad, you start in the back, and it's really hard to learn behind cars and in the back. But uh, uh, like I said, we we fared okay. I wasn't happy with uh, the qualifying efforts ever, but uh, we raced. Felt like we raced well, and and uh, you know, we'll have some more stuff hopefully to talk about next week, but. Uh, working on some engine stuff and that was one of the big things that helped us is we kept the same engine in for three nights in a row and and uh, you know engine makes a big difference on how the car drives so you could just kind of fine-tune that rather than having to change it up each time so well and the boys that makes a difference. and the boys messaged me you know yesterday morning and wanted to know what I wanted to do different or change or change engines or whatever for uh, this weekend and I told them we're going with the same package and I know Knoxville is a big track and we're going to a couple smaller tracks, but uh, for the most part, when you get a balance of your car, you just you fine tune from there and feel like our balance is getting way better. So just want to do that and uh, working on some stuff, trying to hire a crew chief. Uh, so hopefully we'll have a, a little bit of news for next week, uh, maybe hiring a crew chief. And so that's all in the works right now. That's all in the works and good deal. I was flying out tomorrow, but now I'm driving. So have fun. Wasn't wasn't ready to have to drive back to Knoxville nine hours, but uh, taking a vehicle that way next week, I can head to Kistler and picking up another brand new engine. So that's good. That's uh, just trying to get our package better. You know, we talk about that all the time. And when all your parts are the same and all your engines run similar, uh, that's that's the ticket. And I think everything. you have to eliminate every variable possible. So the more consistency you have across the board, you can kind of check that off. You know, this is or is not causing the issue. For sure. Just and keep that's, moving forward. You uh, <coughs> did something different with the wing? 
Yeah, we, we, we did some stuff there with Russell. Uh, learned a little bit, and we did a little shift into the sideboards and this, that, and the other. And uh, Seems to be better, but it's hard to pinpoint because, you know, we got so many different things that we're trying, and and uh, to, it's hard to tell a big difference until you get a package that really works and then make, and then those, then make those adjustments yeah. to see if it worked or not. But, <clears throat> excuse me, not like I say, we felt like I, we gained some speed at Knoxville and, you know, I know you and Jen had a good time up in the t-shirt uh, trailer, so some some apparel, but not quite as much as they did, but that's okay. Uh, no, it was good. It was nice of them to let us join them, and I met quite a few people. Uh, that was fun. And uh, you didn't know Jen before that, I don't believe. Nope, I had nope. never met her. Yep. So that was good. Yep. Got a new friend. Look at me, getting friends. And, it's kind, I, of, a, it's kind and, of a joke between us, because I don't make friends. Not that I'm unfriendly, I just have a really tight circle <laughs> signed autographs oh i signed my first autograph yeah yeah i don't know if that person knew what they were wanting but you we sold a it was a side panel to the car and you had already autographed it and i said he already autographed it so you're good to go and he's like no no i gotta have your signature and i was like no i'm good and he would not leave until i assigned it so well, that's all right that's i cool. just devalued your product i'm sorry well the, this <laughs> podcast like i said remember a few weeks ago what we should change the name to but you no. won't let me so I, I did my first autograph. Probably my first and only, but there you go. And I only gave away a couple koozies. I sold most of everything. So you'll be proud of me there. Good. I wasn't just handing, handing it out. But well, that's good. We had a good time. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to doing that more in the future, um, getting to meet people and kind of see a different side of things. It actually helps me to feel more useful at the track um, because admittedly, that's my best sleeping hours is before the races. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than laying up in the truck with it nice and cold with the curtains pulled. So I would give that up for selling some t-shirts. I don't mind. Well, good. Because I'm, I'm glad you had fun. I had fun when I came over there and got to talk to a few people and sign a few autographs. And uh, it was kind of cool. You know, definitely uh, a different approach because I'm never on that side. Right. And uh, learned a little bit there. And maybe that's something that's in our future t-shirt trailer or something or along that yeah, line. Yeah, we talked about that. So, so We'll see. That's good. But, no, as far as the racing, we, we uh, you know, like I said, we didn't qualify well. Do you want me to give you the stats? But, uh, well, yeah, we can start with that. Okay. So, Thursday, night one, qualified 54th. Heat race ran 6th. C ran 11th. And this points situation or the race situation was different than a typical outlaw race right and so i think the magic number was qualifying 48th or better to get to the get inversion. in the invert so yeah. we missed that on thursday however on friday that was the most exciting 47th place finish i've ever been at <laughs> <laughs> we were like biting our nails on top of the mule waiting for the last group to go out because there were like two spots open and three cars qualifying, and I'm like, please, let's make it in the invert. Well, the first we night, made it. let's go back to the first night of qualifying, 54th out of 70. You know, I mean, it doesn't sound great, 54 out of 70. We still beat 16 cars, and uh, we had to start, uh, I think we had to start 10th in that heat. I think so. And uh, finish 6th, so we moved ahead there, and then... I don't remember about the C main. It's That was too many races ago. I don't remember We need to start either. taking better notes about that, but... You know, it is what it is. Uh, we we left that night, went on to the next night, and like you said, then we qualified 47th, and that put us on the front row of a heat. 
Uh, so that was good, and and I won my division. I you, said ran, that, you ran second in your heat, and he he keeps telling everyone, "Well, I won my division because the person that won was Kyle Larson, and I don't think anybody's beating Kyle Larson." Well, right he's now. not so my division. Job. He's yeah. not in my division. No, no, he's he's in no one's <laughs> division. What are you talking about? He lapped up to uh, tenth. So there's no the division. joke. The joke that night because I was I was uh, parked next to Dominic Selzy. And I, as soon as I got out of the car, the first thing I said to Dominic, Dominic was, is he said, he said, hey, good, good job. You're on second. I said, yeah, I won my division. That's how it all started. And I said, hey, man, you're a, you're a Twitter guy. You always tweet and this, that, and the other. So I said, why don't you go on Twitter tonight and, and post that uh, we're going to start a, me and you are going to start a GoFundMe for Kyle Larson to get the hell out of Sprint Car <laughs> Like racing. a bounty or a No, we're going to no, 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 GoFundMe. Get him out. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully we can raise him ten million dollars where he start his own NASCAR team or something. I don't know, get him the hell out of sprint car racing. He's kind of eating you guys up. Right it's now. good for the fans, you know. It is and awesome. Yeah, he's a good racer, and you can't take that away from him. But uh, you know, the fans are going to get a get him this year, and they're going to love him this year, and they're going to hate him next year because that's what happens when you become dominant. Well, they he's hate go- you, so. he's he's going to be back in the Cup deal after this year, yeah. no doubt about it. And I know that's what he wants to be, and as as a driver, I mean, he's got to get. He wants to be back where he can make those big dollars. I'm not saying he's not making a lot of money here, but not NASCAR but, money. But not NASCAR money. That's uh, right. That's good to have him around. I I think he brings a lot to the sport, and we can use as much as we can get at this rate. Right. So Friday, like I said, qualified 47th, second in the heat. So you started fourth in the C. Was that right? I think it is. No, you started sixth in the C. Is that right? You're you're not good with your notes here. My notes are horrible. I know you finished uh, fourth in the C. When I'm there, yeah, I'm yeah, not taking started, great notes. I can take notes started, from my home. Started sixth. And ran fourth. And ran which fourth. Which put you into the B. And uh, I pulled in. You pulled in off the uh, We There was 20 cars, I think, started to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just didn't make the right adjustments, which you only have like three minutes to make those adjustments to get to the back of the B. And I was good in the in the C. I felt like uh, I was charging on third and made a couple of mistakes and got past there with a lap or two to go. But uh, was pretty happy with the car there, and then just went out in the B and behind cars. You're going so much slower, and our package was just way too tight. Not worth staying out there. And uh, thought, you know, why wasn't 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 going to gain anything there? So I just decided to save the equipment, pull in, and uh, live to race another day. Right, and so Saturday they lined us up in what they call them uh, qualifiers. Qualifiers, and so I started tenth in the you qualifier. Started tenth in your qualifier and, and finished eighth. Finished eighth. I don't have good notes. That's not what was posted on our um, social media. That's what I was taking notes off of. So I don't have that. Well, I finished eighth. Okay. In the great. So where'd you start in the C? In the qualifier. <laughs> Started fourth in the C. Okay, there we go. I knew there was more and, racing than that, man. And actually fell back on the start because we were an outside line. Could didn't get a good start. Fell back to sixth or seventh, and then uh, got to the bottom and really got work in the bottom really good and was starting to get through there. And got to a transfer spot, and then had a caution. Put me took me out of the transfer spot back to fifth. Restart. Got back to the transfer spot. Had a red. Had a red, and then. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but somebody stopped, so it put me to third. So mm-hmm. made was in the transfer. Well, they ran out of fuel as well, no, right? No, it put me to fourth. Mm-hmm. Put me in a transfer spot, and then uh, on the restart with one lap to go, it was green. They did like three green white checkers. Yeah. And on the green white checker coming to the white, well, previous green white checker, it, it uh, 
I was running third and sputtered a little and bit. ran into three and missed the bottom because it died. The motor mm-hmm. sputtered and died and shot me up the track. And I thought, oh, man, we're in trouble. And the caution come out because it fell, I went from third to like six. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was in trouble because I was running out of fuel. But the engine was still running, so I was like, I'm not pulling in. And then we idled around there for about two laps, and I got to think about, you know, these motors are really – fuel dependent and that can burn a piston really easy if it gets too lean so yeah. i was really conscious about that and on the restart it took off good uh run through one and two and then down back straight away and got to three and it sputtered again and uh i stayed in it to the middle of three and four and it sputtered again and then i just pulled in because it was still running when i pulled in but it was running out of fuel and right. when i got to the pit area they checked it and it only had a half a gallon left well i just didn't want to take a chance for you know, a transfer spot in the C main right. to move to on to the back of the B to hurt a motor. So right. <clears throat> we just decided to call it a night and, um, and that was that take our one and only sprint car race at Knoxville and move on. Hopefully, uh, all this coronavirus shit will be gone by next year and we can get have, us a, have the 60th, get annual. us a full blown. Yeah. Knoxville. But speaking of that, the feature was 30 laps on Saturday night, and we got to watch, of course, which sucked watching, but it was a much better race to me Shorter. as a fan mm-hmm. for 30 laps than it was when they do the 50 pause. with a pause and all that crap. A uh, sprint car race is not supposed to have pit stops. so you think they're, Do you think they would consider changing that? I think they should. I think uh, there's some different adjustments that guys could make, and, right. you know, uh, we can make it. You know, they did it. They made 30 laps. So right. uh, if they cut out all the bull crap, four wide, and and I realize that's tradition or whatever, but if they cut all that out, I mean, they got enough push trucks at Knoxville, put you in line in the staging area. And go. And push that thing off. And in one lap, you go green, not jacking around. And without a whole bunch of cautions, they can go 35 laps. So, I mean, that's something I think. I mean, 30, 30 laps, I'd say, is a good race, but I know fans want Another more. five would have But you can do five if you cut out all of the four-wide salute. I mean, we They're do not going to cut that stuff but out, But we though. do that every, every race. So it's not, right. like, it, you know, it's not like it's uh, something special anymore. We do it every race. Right. So uh, that's something that I think they could do. I think they could run 35 laps pretty easy as long as uh, they just push straight from the – Staging lane, everybody was already kind of lined up, and you're going green to one to go. Because here's the thing. We all have engine heaters now, so the engines are up to temperature and all that stuff. It's not like years past where we'd had to idle around and let everything warm up and all that stuff. You don't need all that now. Right. So with that being said, let's take a break, Okay. and uh, we'll come back. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Choose outlaw. Okay, guys, we're back. We are talking about the one and only. Well, one thing I was going to say when you were talking about, you know, maybe changing the laps or your opinions on that. I think one thing that this year has allowed for everyone, but in racing and other things, because we're forced to do something different, 
it's making us look at things in a different way and think, how could we do this better? How could we change it? So it's kind of nice to have this like blip year where we were forced to do something different and now we have to look at kind of the world in a different way as far as could we do something different, make it work. Before it's, we could never make this work. Well, you can make anything work right now if you want it bad enough, which right. you always can. Well, just people like don't you. work in that frame of mind. <clears throat> Working from home. Hmm. You want to call my boss? <laughs> Working, from, Working from home from Knoxville, Iowa. Well, home is wherever you are, honey. <laughs> That's how I classify it. <laughs> well, speaking of that, since we're talking about, you yeah. know, what's going on in the world and, and how we're making things happen, uh, today has been a crazy day for me with the World of Outlaw, the World Racing Group, and all the teams. We have had a team member, or a couple team mem- members, uh, test positive coronavirus not on our team not on our team and i and i'm not saying which team i do know which one but i'm not saying because uh, maybe they don't want everybody to know but I, they'll figure out soon enough when they're not there <laughs> but anyway uh, not my deal to say who it is but there was a team a couple i don't know if the driver or crew members i know there's there's positive tests within the platinum group group and somewhere. so there's some uh, we talked about this way back in May, or I can't remember when it was right, exactly. First of June or something. That the outlaws would pause points. They would pause the points if uh, one team member or a driver uh, tested positive for coronavirus and couldn't attend. And so basically, they would quarantine for fourteen, 14 days. Yeah. And then, then they would have to pop, you know to test negative before they could come back. And so there's a little bit of stink being roused that uh, teams, you know, it's this late in the season. And if you paused for two weeks this week, well, then next week, I, you know, say in a week and a half. Another team, could, this could be it, like this could, rolling It forever. could just go forever and right. the points would be done right now. So I know there's uh, some stink going on there, and but we all agreed to it way back when that we didn't even really agree to it. They just you told just us. told hypothetically this is what, what would That's what we would do. Yeah. Uh, did we all agree with it? I don't know if we all agreed with it or what. Uh, my thought process is, is, you know, you break an arm, you break a leg. Well, like I said, you come down with just the regular run-of-the-mill flu. I mean, that kind of opens a whole Pandora's box of an exception to an exception. I get we're in a pandemic, but also you can't, I just feel like that's a slippery slope. But what you just said, it's a new year. We got to learn how to you know, go through these. Well, then every year you just need to get in the lead of the points and then get sick the rest of the year and call it a day. Well, I get that, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I know. No, I I'm not saying I'm I, not trying to make light of the situation, but uh, it's definitely one of those weird things that now we've got to look at everything uh, on all directions because, I mean, that that's a pay, that's paychecks we're talking about. That's people's paychecks. It's that, their that livelihood. That end-of-the-season point fund is how people do this i mean this is their business so well, that would be me saying you got i got sick and my work's gonna send me home and i'm gonna get half my pay for the rest of the year because you got sick well that's gonna suck right. you know and i get it there's people well there's just a lot right of now, stuff going on right now it's this, really complex today's the first day that we've all found out about this and i'm sure there'll be lots of meetings and lots of discussions i'm curious to see the with knoxville days, fall out if with, one team with with, with with days to come yeah uh you know we're three days away from race night. So right. they're going to have to make a decision really quickly. Um, I don't know where I stand on that. I mean, I guess I got to think about it a little bit more, but uh, I don't agree with pausing the points because, uh, you know, if we 
if you're like I said, if you got a broke leg or an arm, you got six weeks out or whatever. Right. You know, in the past, I think they, if you're an injured driver, you got show up points no matter what if you showed it up. It seems or not. reasonable that they would handle that the Something same way. Something like that. Uh, that way, you stayed in good standings with the with uh, the World Racing Group and and the points. And but big, they also said at one point in time that if your you or your team had the virus tested positive and you wanted to quarantine at the track and just get in your car out of your car and still race if your driver can still race so that's a whole other thing too just because they tested positive can he still race if if it's a driver then they can just quarantine which i don't know if people are going to be hip with that but i don't know how does how does a crew guy interact with a driver that has it and well they're probably already interacted well, right. I know, but how but does they that, have to stay separate from but everybody how does, else? But how does that guy watch the track? Or he doesn't. You know, it's so it's there's right. a big catch twenty two there. I don't know the answers. That's why we're learning through all this right. pandemic. Well, crap. we could be the next to come down and, with it. Or, uh, who knows? You know, as as society and people, and we're supposed to do the best we can to eliminate trying to contract it or whatever, right. or however you want to say right. it. Uh, yeah, so, I don't think it would work well for them to to openly have them at the track if they knew they tested positive. Well, they've got a lot of decisions to make, and, and that's why they're yeah, and, making the big bucks. And that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of stuff going on this week, so I'm kind of right. anxious to see what does happen. But uh, with something to talk about on here because it's real, you know, and right. it's affecting not just that team. It's a, it, the whole series, yeah. It's it's affecting everyone. So well, I'm sure that uh, you know. And, and here's the thing. They were taking temperatures before you went in the pits and right. and all that stuff. So they evidently didn't have temperatures when they went in to the pits or anything. We don't know enough about any of this to know what's going on anyhow. That's part so, of the problem. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is they could have right. got sick. Sunday. Um, yeah, afterwards or whatever. Right. I don't right. know. So anyway, enough about that crap because... Well, it's that's just getting we, real in our world. That's but all we ever hear about on we TV. We will navigate that and do our very best. That's all we can do at yep. this point. That's right. So, uh, what do you got going on here? Hey, let's stop right now and let's take another break. A break, and we'll come back and we'll do question of the week and whatever else you got going on. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. And we're back. Okay, I have um, an update to last week's question of the week. Roger Aller is the name of the gentleman who sent us the question. I knew that. Yeah, I knew. I just could not think of Roger's name. He sent me a message. I've got him some stuff going in the mail to you tomorrow, Roger. So be expecting that. And thank you so much. Thanks, Roger. Uh, Good to hear from you. And and, uh, now that that I know that was you, uh, I haven't seen you around in a while at the races or anything. So I hope everything's well. Yeah. Come say hi if you come around. So this week I have a question of the week from our good friend, Slick Rick. Oh, Slick Rick, back on the... He's back with us. Back well, he sent me a couple ones, but he always has good questions, so he, he comes to the top. He wants to know, when you're traveling to a new area, do you try to find new places to eat? If you do, or have you, where are some of your favorite places? Well, <clears throat> Rick, through my travels throughout the years, I ever want to tell you I'm a freak of, of habit. 
uh, I try to, with these big rigs, you know, we always looking for a place to park or a restaurant we can get in and this and that and the other. Uh, we do uh, try to venture out a little bit and and find new places and this, that, and the other, but I am a creature of habit when we're traveling just because... Well, the rig kind of dictates the availability for yeah, you. for sure. For, for one part, but... But uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think of a couple... Do you have places up... Uh, uh, like a wing place you like up north or something? Buffalo, New York. Uh, the Anchor Bar is one of my favorite wing stops. Uh, little trivia. Uh, the uh, Anchor Bar in Buffalo is the originator of the Buffalo Wing. Oh, well, there you and go. <laughs> if you, uh, if you Did visit. you can meld them? They'll you, meld them to you? Yep. Well, they used to. I don't know if they do with the, since the uh, pandemic. But uh, if you go there, you know, ask questions. And it's pretty cool because to hear how it all went down 30 years ago or whenever it was when the Buffalo Wing was originated, it was pretty cool. But the Anchor Bar is one of one of my favorites. Um that's uh where else do you like to go well when anytime we're in indy we always like to go oh, to, to st elmo st elmo that's, that's a, kind of that's our, a must stop kind of our steakhouse that we you gotta do have too. that uh, uh horseradish burn but you know when sarah's not around i don't normally hit up the nicer places we're <laughs> normally hitting up the old waffle house or the old cracker barrels or i like to find when we went uh to minnesota recently we went to that little restaurant down by the water i i will make an effort when i'm with him if we have a way to get there to find something different because i know he just eats the same waffle house denny's whatever every night um i will make an effort to try to find something that can work but really it's kind of availability over um choices when you're on the road but speaking of places that i try to visit every time like going to Knoxville, I love the Mexican restaurant there. The Mexican food, I love their margaritas. The Mexican food <laughs> there is, I think, as good as anywhere. Uh, we live in Oklahoma, so there's lots of Mexican restaurants. And I mean, we got good stuff here, but I really like... You also live there forever. That Mexican so. restaurant. So you might be partial to it. That. And then, you know, Browns, when we'd go to Little Rock, we always try to hit up the Browns buffet, but I've heard it closed now. Never been there. And then, uh, oh, another good steak place is uh downtown little rock it's uh oh, Doe's. Eat Doe's place. Eat place. uh place. very very uh but you don't normally eat steak like big meals when you're racing either so that's no. that's also kind of she gets upset on. with me on that because oh i know at lunch <coughs> if you see if you come with me to lunch on race day i eat like it's my last supper because it is <laughs> until the next day that's all the food we're getting she gets upset with me <laughs> because i don't eat enough i mean like on race days, I eat lunch. I don't normally eat breakfast, but I eat lunch. And then I might have a small little snack at some point during the middle of the day. But as soon as the races start, I'm done. I don't eat. And uh, so she gives me crap so that I don't eat enough on race days. So. Well, then I'm struggling to find a concession stand that's open when we're pulling out to for, get you whatever leftover dollar hot dog is left and you just get stuck with crap, crap food, food but. yeah but that's all right that's part yeah. of it. that's part of it but so if you guys have any suggestions of places we're going near a track that has a good place to eat let us know because yeah we don't always get to get out to check it out but if there's something we can and get i'm to, sure there's lots of places i'm missing uh, oh yeah that we that we do a try to go to and 
and and eat and see and that kind of thing. I mean, but, you kind of have your regular jaunt wherever you yeah, head but out but to. But for the most part, it's really simple food. Uh, like at the end of the night, if we get food at all, it's while the boys are at the car wash, I'm on the scooter. Whatever you can carry buzzing, on a scooter. Buzzing down to the Arby's <laughs> or a McDonald's or a Sonic or a whatever they, whatever's open That's at one o'clock in the morning. what I was telling Dave Axton this <clears throat> weekend when we, you had that scooter. <clears throat> he, uh. I said he's like a Wayne's like a circus clown on that scooter. He can carry like a one of the drink carriers full of sodas, a couple bags of burgers, and he's on that scooter <laughs> driving because he's got to get food for everybody. Well, and it makes me nervous as hell. But sometimes that's our only wheels. Go so. fetch the food. Yeah. You know, and they don't let you walk through a drive. Yeah, you've got to have some kind so of wheels. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of our go-to, which it works. Not complaining about that. Right. But. Uh, who was the one? It that, was Rick. Oh, Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Thank you for giving us a message. We appreciate it always. I have my question. Okay. Well, before you have your question, I want us to talk a little bit more about the podcasters and listeners. They, uh, you know, there was quite a few that come to the trailer and spoke. Yeah. And, and uh, keep on listening, guys, because we're having fun with this and it just keeps building. And, and, you know, Jen didn't even know we had this and Shane was on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't tell her what he does, apparently. But, uh, but, yeah, guys, share it with your friends. Share it on social media. Tell somebody about it because that's how it grows. And, you know, last month we doubled our numbers, and this month is looking good. And, you know, we just do this for you. It's just out of fun and, you know, yeah, sharing. And so we you don't know, want to stop. We're 29 episodes and in. It's, and it's always sometimes a lot of the bull crap that just like the results. And one of these days we're going to talk about a really good finish that we had, and this happened and that happened. And, and uh, so – and that's kind of what this started as being, just to kind of let the listeners know who we are and you kind know, of see it, the backside of what happens on this. And so you can tell that sometimes it's not that exciting, and that's just the way it is. But there's ups and downs, and just kind of the struggle of trying to make it in this craziness. And this year has been not normal. So. Bizarre, right? I just know not to leave home without a mask now. Never leave home without a mask put them in your pocket i have so many in the car some people bought some 2c mask from me this weekend awesome so they'll be repping their mask at school okay let me uh, take a deep breath and get ready for this question <sighs> ready for your best question ever who knows what this is gonna this be this is random like always i want to know what is your number one pet peeve <laughs> that's, easy. that's so easy it's easy what is it what is it i have lots of pet peeves what is my number one pet peeve oh i don't know you have a million pet peeves what am I so anal about? Cleanliness? Exactly. Okay, well, that's like cleanliness in general. But it's still a pet peeve. It, okay, so in general, the whole world has to be clean all the time. Yeah, I guess that is you, but that's your pet peeve. I'm probably not as bad as Shane. No, no way. I've got, I got a hunch for he's way worse than you are. <laughs> <laughs> Shane's probably, but no, that's one of mine. You know how I am. I think a lot of you Just drivers clutter, are similar. On clutter that. and... Filth and blah blah blah. Yeah, there's know. no reason not to keep things clean. Uh, I don't know what I, I don't know that I have a lot of pet peeves other than that. No, like, you're hard to annoy. I I try and have since I met you <laughs> to get on your nerves, and I'm I, it's hard. Like now. I can't get on your nerves. Oh, trust me, you can. I'm just good at hiding it. Oh, okay. Well, I try, and you just let me get away with it. <clears> so. No, I just you know maybe when I was younger I had more, but. As you get older, you just deal just with it. Just more chill. Just do. What are you gonna do about it? You know, I don't I mean, know. can't kill everybody and be on, be on the <laughs> on the on the news. murder mysteries like yeah. you watch all the time. Oh, so, well. 
Okay. I really don't know. That was know. my question. Other, other I just want to know if you want to tell people your pet peeves. Other than cleanliness, I don't know that I have... Just keep your shit clean. You know... You got no problems. world would be a better place. That's right. Cars, if you, if, if you got out of the car... Oh. After a long trip and well, get I didn't all, mean to get on this tangent. And get all your shit out and put it in a trash can where I don't have to, or... I travel with a bunch of children all the time so my well, car as anyone that has children knows but he doesn't so he adheres to a clean car mean, policy I don't. you don't always have kids in your car no but when i do what was the first thing i say when we get stopped i say it too but it doesn't get happen. your shit out of my car and put it in a <laughs> trash can or you just throw their shit away and then they cry well they didn't care about it if they left it that's right okay well, that's all got? I had. That's that, all? That was, that was Pepe, all cleanliness. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Right? And it's right next to the wine bottle for you. Water, wine, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's not. Jeez. Evidently, I must be annoying her because she's been on the wine bottle lately a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is leftover from Knoxville. Shut up. I, you brought my leftover. I didn't you, want it to go bad. I'm giving you crap because the last... I normally never have the, the bottle leftover. The last, I had to two, the last two podcasts, podcasts, you've been drinking wine. Ooh. So it's podcast day. But we're home and she's probably stressing that I'm leaving because... I am and I've been busy with work and... She's got a lot going on. We both got a lot going on right now. And then just... Uh, We'll, oh. we'll survive. What? <clears throat> we can talk what about now. You know, clear in your throat. Well, I got a frog or something. <laughs> if it's not the corona. <gasps> Could be. Oh. Okay. What are we going to talk about? Mine's going to be the corona 20, not the 19. Mm. Okay. My wine's saving me from it. But, uh, you know, Jenniton's trailer was blown over in the storm oh, in Knoxville, yeah. which was horrible. And uh, something that we've had to deal with this week also is the power was off for four or five hours. And we were plugged into shore plier with, with our rig. And when the power came back on, it was a power surge and burned just about all the low voltage stuff. We talked about that last week. And the good news oh, is... Oh, I forgot we already talked about that. The dyno... Survived. Survived. Whew. <clears throat> so... We, we've had to replace sensors in that dyno before, and they're not cheap. Yeah. And uh, that per, that surge protector saved that dude. But they bitch. still haven't fixed the air, right? Are you still without <clears throat> air? No, the air's fixed now. Okay, we're getting there then. The only thing that, uh, everything's fixed now except the transfer switch and it's there. It's just we hadn't had time have somebody come fix it to uh, fix it yet. So that's probably going to end up next week because it runs off of generator power just fine, just not shore power. So with that being said, uh, can we can like live that. with it uh, for another week. Okay. Unless well, that I was get, an update there. Well, I could have probably changed it tomorrow if i would have got there in time but now i'm flying no now you're driving i mean now i'm driving so it's gonna be uh can you tell he's so excited to drive no okay sorry that means i'm gonna have to fly to you wherever we're going tonight we've got to get out the map and the calendar and the all the good stuff yeah because i'm lost this is all we do is rearrange schedules a million times every other day good times and record podcast that's okay and cut the grass no, you paid somebody to do that this week because I was gone and you were gone. They did a great job. It looks amazing. I got stuck cleaning the pool. You did clean the pool yesterday. I had work. Work, Man, work, work. People. See, I never stop people. Man, See he's got to leave. With? He's got to go drive for nine hours so he doesn't have to deal with me. I got to deal with, I get out you of You did drive me home Sunday from Knoxville. It was the quickest Knoxville drive home ever for me. Yeah, and we had a couple of Because I slept the whole way. We had some hitchhikers. And all three of you snored the whole time. <laughs> And okay. I drove. You got us. You got us there. Thank Part you. Part of it. 
Yeah. Oh, whatever. Okay. Guys, one of these one of these weeks, I'm going to record her snoring, and we're going to post it on this podcast. And you're not going to believe it's me. It's not me. Yeah. Truck driver, Sarah. <laughs> okay, as always, you all can follow along with us on social media, Wayne Johnson Racing on Facebook and Instagram. I will tell you, when we were driving home from Knoxville, I tried to set up a Twitter for Wayne Johnson Racing, and Wayne Johnson Racing is too long for a Twitter handle. And I just don't know that I want to put that much effort into it. So either I'm going to hijack WJR77X, or you're just not getting a Wayne Johnson Racing. Well, I don't ever post. I just look. I just need something to I just use my Twitter account just to go check out what's going on. Maybe I'm going to have to hijack it. I'll sell it to you. $5. Um, So we're still not on Twitter. He's on Twitter. But I'm going to get there. You can also call us anytime or text us on our hotline. It's 405-362-0620. And I'm always going to ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you do that and let me know that you do it, I'm happy to send you a hero card and a koozie and just share this puppy with your friends. I will send you stuff. I appreciate it when you do that. That gets us more listens and that's what we're going for. So. If you do that, just let me know. Send me an email. I'll take care of you. And also, come see us at the track. Come see you at the track, because I'm not going to be there this weekend. Yep. My kids want me to go kayaking this weekend. Looking for the looking forward to the weather. It looks like it's going to be pretty nice. I think I've seen. Don't rub it in. 75 for a high. Maybe Don't rub 78 I've seen. But 62 for a low. Good for you. So that's, uh, that's nice weather. Well, I hope you Get away from that. 100. It's been... And 80 Horrific at night. here. Yeah. So. That's okay. Well, guys, thanks for always listening. Uh, we really are enjoying this. And we're give us more input. Give us some stuff to talk about uh, anything. We'll talk about anything that you guys. Obviously. <laughs> anything you guys want to talk about. But until next week, see you then. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.